0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk P.M., Rick Sola. Hey, all right. Welcome to uh, Thursday. Getting there. Almost to the weekend. For those of you that have weekends. Sorry for those of you that don't. Uh, 785 7914 is the talk and text line. I should turn that on so we can see who's talking and texting. Well, at least texting. 608 7914. 7, Coming up a uh, couple minutes, nine minutes. How about uh, Megan Beagle? She's an infection control specialist. It's just it. They just told me infection control. She's with infection control. She is infection control. We'll ask her. Uh, Gunderson Health System here in Lacrosse. We're gonna talk about. Guess what? Guess what? We're gonna talk about for a little bit. Uh, Just in, in terms of, and I I just want to ask her a couple of questions in terms of the, the, the masks, the mask rules kind of changing here in the last, what, week or so? And a lot of stores going with these new guidelines and essentially the, the, the idea that if you've been vaccinated and you're two weeks out from that last shot, if you did the two dose, if you did the Johnson and Johnson, two weeks out from one shot, right? Uh, you don't have to wear a mask, and a lot of stores are are doing just that. The YMCA just did that too the other day. If you don't, if you're vaccinated two weeks out, you don't have to wear a mask. And then if you're not vaccinated, then you should be continuing to wear a mask if you go to these places and it's the trust factor right cuz we're not having people show their vaccine cards i don't even know where mine is so hopefully we don't get to there i'm going to have to i'm going to have to go trot to the healthcare provider and be like can i have another vaccine card i lost mine um, but should we be requiring that i don't know i'm not going to ask her that cuz she's not going to give me a good answer but we could talk about it <laughs> 608-785-7914 um, I will ask you, though, about the, the, you know, there's a certain group of people out there that just physically, in terms of health, I don't even, I, I'm not exactly sure we can ask you this, too, but can't get the vaccine for whatever reason. Not just, like, I don't believe in vaccines, but there's there's some physical problem that, you know, allergies or something, I don't know, uh, that they, where they just, they simply can't get it. And the, the weird position that, that that puts these people that where, where they can't now I, I, I wouldn't, if I'm worried about getting COVID, if I'm in that bracket where I, I can't get it, I, you know, I don't want to, nobody wants to get it, but you know, it's just gonna, it's gonna do a little bit more damage to me than to somebody else. And now that these, a lot of these stores have loosened the mask rules and we're just trusting that people that didn't get the vaccine are going to continue to wear a mask. Because if I, because the idea here is you're helping other people, right? We can do this for a year and a half now, right? Some people don't get that yet. Uh, the mask keeps the virus from spreading. So if you aren't vaccinated, you need to wear the mask. But people that that are out and about and need to go to the store or something, and they they will also wear a mask because they're not vaccinated, but they physically can't get vaccinated for whatever health reasons. Now they got to feel a little bit nervous probably out and about because other people that aren't vaccinated are right where nobody's wearing a mask anymore i mean I've, c- i commend you for people for if you're not vaccinated and you're continuing continuing to wear a mask that's awesome i really really appreciate that it's like a sacrifice at this point uh just like very trust the most trustworthy people of, of all you see these people wearing masks right now um but if you uh aren't vaccinated and you're just walking around without a mask on then why also get vaccinated if you can because you could just walk up there's three clinics here they're all just walk-ins you could just walk into any of them right now get the shot be done you won't have to worry about getting this virus that that um it has some weird things it does weird things to people and I, I don't the death is is a thing but Obviously, unless you're older, that's that's not one of the weird things. But it does some other weird things, right? And we've been talking about this all year. Anyway, so there's that. There's that in- interesting <laughs> aspect to it. Um, Lacrosse County is 46.8 percent vaccinated, totally. So, and 52 percent have gotten the first shot. So, in about two weeks, we'll be at 52 percent. And if you go to the counties around us, so if, if Lacrosse is 47 percent, let's just say. Totally vaccinated, lacrosse, forty seven percent. Monroe County, thirty two percent. They're fifteen percent behind lacrosse, Monroe County. Jackson County, thirty three percent. So they're thirteen percent behind lacrosse. I don't know if that I and mean, I don't know why that is. Is it, is it the 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 weird one, like you don't believe in the vaccine, is that it? Or is it just that there's not three giant hospitals here, two giant hospitals here? Two giant healthcare systems here that can you could just walk in and Weber downtown you could do that too and I saw I saw at UWL I saw other signs just by UWL go walk in clinic COVID <laughs> just like I think I was by UWL I saw that sign on on uh, Lacrosse Street actually I I didn't see that sign until today uh, driving around but what I was doing today I was driving around I talked to Jared Flick on Monday right or Tuesday Tuesday uh, Lacrosse Parks Department. And uh, we toured Train Park today. The All Abilities Train Park. It's awesome. <laughs> like, I'm not a... It's a park, right? No, it's really cool. And you won't be able to go in there because it's fenced in. But it is really cool. And the floors, there's floors. Uh, they're, they're, they're squishy. They're rubberized. It looks like tire. But they're painted and then they're coated with something. But it feels like you're walking on the moon. I've never walked on the moon. But I saw the video, and those guys are, like, bouncing around. It's probably not quite like that, uh, but it, but it's pretty close. Maybe it's not that close, but it's really cool. <laughs> like, you just kind of bounce around. Anyone that's a gymnast would know this on the floor, floor exercise, I think. Uh, it's very similar to that, but I think a little bit squishier. Uh, but it is really cool. And then all the things that you can do out there. There's a little musical area. Uh, there's a workout area for um, – like older people, if you want, uh, AARP donated that. I think it cost a hundred grand, which I was like a hundred grand. Seems like a lot for that, but there's just the, like a little workout stations there. Might go take advantage of that. And then there's just, uh, there's really interesting slides and um, others. There's a climbing wall and, and then there's just stuff for all ages and all abilities, hence the name, all abilities. So toward that, that's going to open in two weeks, I think. Right. Uh, June, June 6th i believe so a little over two weeks just looking i think june 6th sounds wrong but that's right around that time i feel like june i feel like it was june 3rd i didn't write it down sorry <laughs> but there were there were there were hashing some stuff out yet there was some uh fake lawn to put down there was some real lawn to mow uh stuff like that so a little bit to do yet out there but anyway that's where we're at with train park it's really cool i i uh, I think a lot of people are going to be pleasantly surprised uh with how how it turned out or maybe not maybe not surprised at all because they're gonna go out there and be like yeah it costs four million dollars better be awesome right <laughs> uh, all right we got to do brad doing the news we got to do that <laughs> brad's got to do the news we'll be back with uh Gunnarsen health systems infection control something uh megan Beacle after this okay. Don't cough after you turn the mic on. Rick, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Megan Beekle. And all I got, Megan, from from Chris at Gunderson is uh, she's infection control. That's all you – that's your title, <laughs> Megan That's Beekle. my title, yes. But that seems like <laughs> – I, I it seems I'm, like a, there needs to be a word after that. Megan Beekle, infection control czar? I don't
1: know. <laughs> Right. Technical title is infection preventionist, but yes, I work within our infection control department here at Gunderson.
0: All right. I got uh prevenge. I'm going to write it down. Beautiful. So, like I have it later. My keys my fingers weren't on the right keys though, so I just wrote uh, something really weird. Um all <laughs> right. So obviously you work at Gunderson uh uh before the pandemic, what did you do? <laughs>
1: So, before the pandemic, um, well, gosh, I was a student, quite frankly. I'm pretty new to my career, but, you know, prior to this role, um, you know, I've been contact tracing for a public health department. I did COVID testing. I have a background in microbiology. Um, so in terms of COVID, like, I've been immersed. I've, I've, Played many different hats, and um, and I, I'm excited to be in this role now as an infection preventionist.
0: So you don't even know what the the role would look like without this virus, right? Truly,
1: <laughs> truly, yes, this is all new. And you know what? I know COVID well. Other things, I'm still learning. So yeah. so that's great growth for me to be able to expand upon.
0: Are there other infection preventionists at Gunderson?
1: There are okay. You uh, should ask them. Yeah. Hey,
0: what did you do like two years ago? What was the job?
1: <laughs> right, right. They probably don't even remember at this point.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I call it PP pre pandemic. Do you remember what you were doing? Um, right. All right. So I, I was talking about this before the show a little bit, but the the idea here, um, a lot of stores are are lifting their mask rules and and going on the trust factor, which just means nobody's going to wear a mask unless uh, and maybe some workers would because it, for for whatever reason, but essentially i i feel like if you see anyone wearing a mask uh, maybe give them a, a salute or a bow or something we're not mm. going to touch them but uh but just because they're being very honest and and saying that they're not vaccinated they might be able to 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 pass covid they haven't you know they're they're, they're gonna still wear a mask or they don't realize that the rule is up and they can just go without it but i, I that thanks to those people but for there's a there's a group of society right that that literally, like for for health reasons, wouldn't wouldn't be able to get the vaccine, right? There's there's a, there must be a group like that, right, Megan?
1: So, so when we're con- when we're talking about folks who are eligible for the vaccine, the eligibility is actually pretty expansive, and probably even more than we would even recognize. Um, of course, those questions always come down to. W- oneself, a patient, and their healthcare provider. However, um, for instance, folks who are immune compromised, you know, they may still get the vaccine. When we're looking about or thinking about implications of this newest um, guidance by the CDC, though, what I will say is that folks who are immune compromised, um, even if they are fully vaccinated, One caveat is that they should consult their doctor about what precautions they should be taking. And the rationale behind that is because you can't assume that vaccination equates the same levels of protection for every single person that got the vaccine. So, um, you know, evidence so far suggests that vaccines may just be a little less uh, effective in those who are immune compromised. Um, So that's kind of the caveat when it comes to those who um, may have underlying medical conditions.
0: Are there people, and would this be like one percent of society that that just they can't get the vaccine because it's going to do something to their body? Is, 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 does that exist? It's,
1: it's so it's be... very it's very minimal. The okay. the folks who are encouraged uh, not to get the vaccine are really just those who are allergic okay. to some component of the vaccine. Other than that, very widespread, um, shown and displayed efficacy and safety in a whole range of different people so again it comes down to that conversation with one's healthcare provider but um many people may get the vaccine which is great news
0: yeah and we're we're to the stage now where is it 12 years old and up yes okay so anyone well, 12 years and at this point in lacrosse we, we i can just walk in pretty much anywhere right not anywhere but wherever they're given the vaccine.
1: Yes, you can walk in, and and the same can be said, you can walk in to Gunderson as well. We are accepting walk-ins at our Onalaska Clinic from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday. On Wednesdays, we even have extended hours until 6 p.m., and you can also get walk-in appointments at select regional sites as well. This is great news when we're thinking about uh, vaccine availability and um, accessibility to, to those who want it.
0: Now, if I'm 12 years old and I bike up to Gunderson, I'm probably going to need mom's permission, right? Or something? Mom going to have to come with me?
1: Yes. So either oral or uh, written consent with uh, those who are not 18, That that is a condition uh, for them to get vaccinated. That's correct.
0: Okay. Um, we're speaking with Megan Bickel. She's the infection preventionist at Gunderson Health System. Uh, some other stuff with the vaccine. Like, do we have any... I, I read this today. We might have to get a booster shot come September. Even I don't know why they would say a month and not like four months after your last your last shot. I, I don't know. Do is there any new information on the the having to get a booster shot?
1: There has been talk, and there there quite frankly there has been talk for a long time about this. We know that we're pretty much at the point that COVID is not going to go away. It's not like we're going to hit a magic number to where. It no longer exists. It's going to be something that we're going to have to coexist with for a while. And so, with that said, um, many believe that it it might be something that becomes kind of similar to what we see with the flu, in that we see an uptick in cases come fall and winter. And um, similar to the flu, that means booster shots. So. you know, in my head, that's a good thing. We will continue to keep people safe. We will continue to take steps forward in our journey, um, getting back to normalcy. And I think that's a good thing.
0: Um, have you been, have you been in the the areas like Mayo has like a mass vaccine area where there's, does Gunderson have something like that where there's just little booths where everyone can get the shot or not?
1: So our walk-in vaccine clinic would be um, where we really have a well-done and robust um, vaccine infrastructure, if you will, mm-hmm. um, kind of similar, if you will, to, to what you're seeing there at Mayo.
0: And, and when have you had to, do, have you had to administer a shot? Do you take a shift doing that?
1: <laughs> I do not. No, okay. I, I am not a nurse. I, ha- I have training in microbiology, oh, okay. um, but many of my infection preventionists um here at Gunderson do do their time in the vaccine clinic.
0: Yeah, that's so. what I was getting at. I was, I kind of wondered, you know, it, it, like the 8-hour shift of poking people in the arm with a shot <laughs> would seem I don't know, do you think they run them out, you know, hey, you go do this for an hour and then you get a break because doing that for for you know, the quote-unquote 8-hour shift seems seems like it would be kind of like uh, monotonous for a while, you know, for some people.
1: So, you know, I I can speak to second-hand stories yeah. um from from what I hear. Folks actually enjoy working in the vaccine clinic, and the reason why is just the gratitude of the folks who come in to get vaccinated. Um, it's it's an uplifting journey to be a part of the solution and getting us out of this pandemic, and I've heard great things.
0: Okay, so. yeah, that makes sense. I guess, you know, yeah. you're in there. Also, you're probably getting a little story from everybody that comes in there. I know I, I, I had two stories when I got two shots, so I had some stories.
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, all right, so are we, are we t- to the point, do we have any, anything else, like, like the booster shot, anything else that comes with the vaccination that is new news?
1: You know, I mean, within the past week, between um, 12-year-olds now being eligible to be vaccinated and this new uh, CDC guidance, I'd say those are the two big things. And I'd classify them both as really big wins. In our journey again, getting back to normalcy—it's what we're all craving right now. Um, and, and both of these big news stories are things that are going to get us there. So, in terms of big news, I think I think we've covered it, and it's it's good stuff.
0: Do we have? Do, are we going to go younger than that? Will we be having two-year-olds get vaccinated or baby like younger than that even at, at some point or not?
1: your so that that's the goal, and that's something that we are working on. Research is being done as we speak on how to vaccinate those who are younger than 12. It gets done kind of in cohorts. So you take, you know, sections of people, you know, within a two-year age gap, and then you go two years younger than that, and you kind of work your way down. Um, I think the goal is to be able to have a vaccination for those who are six months and older. And, again, this is great news when we're thinking about our, our journey back to normalcy.
0: Um, I know when I go into a store now, I feel like, cause I've been vaccinated for a while. I, I, I feel kind of like a jerk when I don't wear a mask, even though the, the, some of the stores just don't have, they don't say anything, but the workers are wearing masks. So I'm like, well, am I supposed to wear a mask? I've had this conversation and they're like, it's your choice. And I'm like, I feel like I need a sign that says, Hey, I'm not an a-hole. I've been vaccinated. <laughs> I, that's why I'm not wearing a mask. Um, but, but are we, are we at that point now where the, the, that's a good thing. Like we, we shouldn't worry if we're vaccinated, we shouldn't worry about having to go around and be in stores where, you know, other people that aren't vaccinated, aren't wearing a mask.
1: I would say so. I would say that, you know, following CDC guidance in this case is imperative as it has been through this whole journey. I think I find a lot of comfort in knowing that, you know, governing bodies such as the CDC have been really playing it safe taking their time, making sure that before they put out these recommendations, um, they, they've thoroughly examined all of the data. And so with that said, as long as you're following that guidance, um, I think you're just fine. But I, I definitely understand and appreciate your sentiment. Um, for so long now, we've, we've gone through a year where we look at someone and a mask means one thing and not a mask means another. I think as we continue to progress through this, these times. We just have to give ourselves grace and each other grace, um, knowing that we're all just doing our best. And as long as we continue to follow, follow that safe guidance, I think we'll all come out well.
0: When you, when you talk about how you've done this, your, your whole job since you took over as infection preventionist has been COVID essentially. I don't know. I don't know if you do other, you probably do other stuff, but this has probably taken up most of your, your time. Uh, What kind of stuff that maybe when you, you graduated thinking about this career uh any big surprises like obviously a pandemic but anything as you as as you've learned things in the past year that that really stick out
1: so i'd say gosh my so my experiences within the past year again mostly related to covid but within this profession um Quite frankly, infection prevention, what I find to be interesting is it touches each and every part of the hospital. So we think about um, not just patient rooms or patient contact, but we also have to think about our laundry facility, um, our food facility. Infection control touches, touches pretty much everyone's life in every corner of this hospital. Every day is different, and that has brought along some of the best surprises. And it's, it's a really fun and rewarding career for sure for
0: sure do people hide from you because you you have this role and you're like oh it's the infection preventionist they're gonna get me for something i don't know
1: <laughs> i certainly hope not we <laughs> we hope to be a resource to those um at gunderson and in our community and that's that's a part of our job that we enjoy the most
0: um i could probably make up some reasons for this question and it just seems pretty obvious like you don't want to get COVID, but why should people get vaccinated
1: so I'd say time and time again, these vaccines have been proven to be incredibly safe and effective. I'd say once you're vaccinated, it's great to know that now you can start doing more. This new guidance is big in that. Again, getting vaccinated is a very safe way to build protection against the virus, and it builds a really robust immune response to those who have, even as compared to those who have been affected, infected, with COVID-19. Um, we all want to continue taking steps and strides back to normal. You know, we want this for our own lives, our children, grandparents, everyone, really. Um, and and this is a big tool and will continue to be a big tool as we continue to take those steps.
0: All right, that's Megan Biko. She's the infection preventionist at Gunderson Health System in the Cross. Megan, thanks a lot for joining me for a couple minutes here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. All
0: right, bye. All right, we got to take another break. Brad, got to do the news. But before that, Scott's comment coming up right after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608 75 is the talking text line. I did get a, a funny text from what we call, who we call Bitcoin Dave. Man, that must have been, that was PP pre-pandemic. When we talked to Dave about Bitcoin, because I th- me and Mitch at that time didn't know didn't know, and still I don't know anything about Bitcoin really. I am watching a show that has to do with cryptocurrency on Netflix, but I don't remember what it's called. Bitcoin, Dave, you watch a show that I don't know. It's on Netflix, but it's made from Crackle. Uh, made from Crackle. It's made by Crackle, that free TV show. Uh, I'm gonna get a text telling me what that show is i guarantee it uh in a minute because i know somebody that's watching it, <laughs> that's listening uh 608 is the talking text line uh thanks to mega be again from Gunderson for for joining us um and i i do have uh, i did get another text just that i have an answer to but it's it's a good text in uh from ryan and he just said uh why is it now okay to, sorry, I'm, I'm reading like I've never read this before. Why is it now okay not, why is it now okay to not wear a mask when there is no evidence saying that the vaccine prevents you from spreading the virus? So I kind of, I have an answer for that. Bitcoin, Dave, if you're listening, Startup is the show. If you watch the show Startup on Netflix, it kind of has to do with cryptocurrency, only it's more of a, It's it probably doesn't deal with, cryptocurrency in and of itself is more just that the 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 basis around it is crypto but you might like it just a recommendation Uh, number three is calling in number three go ahead you're on the air
2: hey you've had a couple interesting nights so far i learned about bugs last night and the virus today
0: did you listen to the bug show i figured maybe you'd have a bug question for me
2: No, I, I actually, I sat, I learned some things
0: yesterday. All right, what did you learn? Like, what, what did you take out of it that was more, most interesting?
2: Well, I'm, I'm more talking about tonight now.
0: Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, I, I was curious though. I had uh, Ted Wilson. The show
2: was very good. I enjoyed it. But now here's the thing: they say between forty-nine and fifty-one percent. Of the population in La Crosse County have had their first or
0: second shots, okay? For, 40, uh, here I got it for you. For, 47% are immune, or uh, inoculated, I should say. 52.4% right. okay. have had at least the first shot. 52.4.
2: Yeah, okay, so 49 to 50, well, that's close enough for government work. Now, I was in a quick trip store today, Yeah. out of town, and I stopped and I wore my mask into the establishment, okay? Yeah. When I got in there, I think there was about anywhere from 18 to 20 people in there that I could count.
0: Wow, that's a hop and Now I trip.
2: figure, to my little Norwegian mind, if half the people in the country aren't getting the vaccine, that meant there was a lot of people in there that were breathing out, they hadn't had the vaccine yet, I had my mask on, so I wasn't breathing in what they were breathing out.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, I mean you've, you follow me? Did you get the vaccine? You're vaccinated.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: I was. So that's okay. First, I mean, first. but you're right. You're right. Well, I wouldn't say everybody in there just that. Yeah, pro- probably, uh, probably about. Half the people wouldn't Plus, yeah. be vaccinated. Half
2: the people haven't got them yet. I don't know. You could get in a big argument <laughs> if uh, maybe they got a medical reason. Maybe they're too stubborn. Maybe it's the path of least resistance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're in a okay, funny... I don't want we're in a to start an argument. We're, yeah, we're in a funny limbo right now where uh, it's just a weird place to be when you, you... Like you said, you put your mask on. You're vaccinated. You actually don't need to wear your mask in Quick Trip. That's the rule.
2: Well, see, now that's what you're telling me or some other doctor. Right. But this hasn't really been out to me long enough to make sure that I'm that I'm fully taken care of. Right.
0: And also, if you take your mask off and walk in there, then you kind of feel like a jerk. <laughs>
2: Correct. Well, right. I'm a jerk anyway. Oh, you know jerking. that. Okay. But I, I know where you're coming from, right?
0: Yeah, I, I totally so get I, it.
2: This is my idea on it.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Is that all there, you got? Who,
2: who are we going to have on tomorrow night? That professor from the university? Yeah,
0: Turgosky. We can get him in. a lot of news today in the state government that we're going to get into tomorrow.
2: You two clowns are going to get your minds together again. That's well, the meeting of the minds on a Friday.
0: Yeah, you know what, too? And I think next week, next week, Friday, we're going to go to a buffet.
2: Oh, yeah? Where are you going?
0: Uh, is it the steak? What is it? The something steak on the north side? It's old, I can't even think of the steak buffet. Oh.
2: You know I'm what I want. Not too to. acquainted up there, but I'll look for you two guys then, huh? Okay. All right. Sounds good.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, me and me and Tregoski have been uh, talking about this for a while. Uh, I don't know. I forget what it's called. He definitely knows because it's his favorite North Country Steak Buffet? I think that's what it is uh, on the north side. I, I believe it opens tomorrow. I want to say that it opens tomorrow. I might be. I might be jumping the gun there. He Tregoski sent me. Uh, a tweet or a text uh, a couple of days ago. He said, check it out. They're reopening. Um, I, I wonder if they have a, uh, a Facebook page or maybe, maybe a big fan of North country steak buffet would already know if, uh, they're, they're open. I'm, I'm almost to their page, but Ryan texted in. Okay. Ryan texted this in and before number three called, he, uh, we got to find it. I have too many tabs open. Sorry. Here, this tab. Nope. Not this tab there. Nope. Not that. tab. <laughs> Here it is. Ryan texted in. I, I, I asked before, um, why is it now okay to not wear a mask when there's no evidence saying that the vaccine prevents you from spreading the virus? So I, the vaccine isn't the virus. They, they did some tricks there. We're, so some vaccines give you the virus. This vaccine isn't actually giving you the virus. I don't know how it tricks your system into thinking it has a virus, but just uh, we'll go there. But I asked my immunologist friend at Viterbo this question for you, Ryan, and he, he emailed me back a paragraph. You ready? Here we go. Uh, Chris said uh, there's lots of evidence suggesting that the vaccine prevents us from spreading the virus. A lot of evidence. No one ever thought they wouldn't to be honest, but many scientists being very, their cautious selves kept saying, we don't know whether they will prevent transmission or not yet because it hadn't been investigated yet. Harder to harder to do that. It takes a lot of time. That's why the change was made and we are very confident they do now. Plus there are, they are so ridiculously good at protecting vaccinated folks from the disease. That's another aspect of it. So if you, you have the vaccine, you you're not getting COVID and you're not getting COVID through the vaccine. So you're not going to spread it. Nearly all hospitalizations. Now Chris says are unvaccinated people. And then he said, he's going to share some information later. So stay tuned tomorrow, maybe, uh, or I should just have Chris on to ask It's So Chris will, Chris will ask, ask answer all your questions uh, if you guys want to call in. I'll have to, maybe I'll have him on next week, uh, one of these days. I'm getting booked up though, I, I will say. And he he did add. Chris did add. Uh, I should have said no one really ever thought they wouldn't at least at some level. So he's he's correcting one of his quotes there. But I'm you know too buried in it now to figure it out. Um, so so I hope that answers your question. <laughs> I should just send you his answer. I maybe I'll just text you his answer, Chris. But I. Uh, I appreciate you ask, asking the question to uh North and, and and telling me North Country Steak Buffet was the place. Um yeah, I figured all you people on the would know that one. It's pretty pretty uh popular place, I bet. Um 30 to 40% have had COVID. So, you think 30% of the population's had COVID? I guess I don't really I don't know, is that true? And uh we're probably getting towards 65-75% vaccinated. We're not even at 50% vaccinated yet. In the state of Wisconsin where we just passed forty percent. Forty point one percent of people are have gotten both shots or are just fully fully vaccinated. So lacrosse county has beaten that by seven percent. LaCrosse County's at forty seven percent. Meanwhile, Monroe County's at thirty two. So Monroe County's eight percent behind the state. That was the question I was gonna ask Megan. Dang it. I'm mad now. I didn't write it down. Just the idea like so my theory here is twofold. Why Monroe and Jackson County are you know quite a ways behind LaCrosse County in getting vaccinated and behind the state. Um, 7 and 8% behind the state average for being fully vaccinated but um the idea here that Gunderson's right down the road, Mayo's right down the road too or up the road if you want to say. Weber Health is just down the block from me. I'm pointing like anyone knows I'm pointing to I'm just pointing in random areas. I don't even know which way I'm pointing Um, in here in the studio. But, uh, yeah, all these places have the vaccine. You could just walk in and get it. I don't know if Monroe and Jackson County, if you could just walk up and and get it in multiple places, right? Three, four, five different places. I think there's there's a whole list of places that you can get it. And I know uh, Mayo's uh, PR guy sent me a lot of places in the area that you can get the vaccine, but they were all kind of – lacrosse county arcadia home and some of some of those places too trumplo um i'm going to put a list together and, and get it out on our on our website um so that people can see hey where can i get a vaccine where can i walk in and get this thing uh one more quick break i gotta i'll be back in just a minute all right welcome back to lacrosse talk pm i thought about playing closing time at this spot mitch used to do that but then i'm just following mitch's Mayor Mitch now. Sorry, Mayor Mitch. You got to say that. He's probably listening. Hey, I'm the mayor. Uh, So, yeah, Ryan, Ryan's texting me again here. It's pretty interesting. Uh, You know, just uh, some of the questions. So why are people who are vaccinated people complaining about non-vaccinated people not wearing a mask? Anyone who has wanted the vaccine definitely by now has had the chance to get it here. Yeah, definitely here. I don't know if vaccinated people are complaining about non-vaccinated people not wearing a mask. Because you wouldn't know, because if, you you know, if I'm in a store not wearing a mask and Ryan walks by, and I wouldn't know Ryan if I saw him, but I look at him and he doesn't have a mask on either, am I going to side-eye and be like, is he vaccinated? <laughs> like, And right, like if the, if the vaccine stops you from getting COVID, then that person, if that person has COVID, then I should be good. I mean, it's not 100% effective, so there is a small chance of getting COVID there, but yeah, it sounds like we have too many questions. We got to bring in Chris for the whole hour, maybe. Um, Phil texted in, "Why did Bill Maher get Bill Mar? Bill Mar get the the virus after he had two jabs?" Yeah, it's not impossible to get the the virus. Isn't one hundred percent effective, Phil? What is it? That, is it like ninety some percent efficacy? That's the word, a new word that we're all going to learn about uh, or tr- or try to use in our everyday uh, repertoire of words. I've never actually, I don't know if I've said that a whole lot. Efficacy. Um, so, yeah, there's, the, it's not 100% effective. So there's that. I mean, if you got, if you didn't get vaccine, if vaccinated or, right, the other, the other idea here is if you've had COVID, then you've got the antibodies, right? Is the vaccine better than the antibodies that your body would produce after getting the virus? I'm. I think I don't know the answer to that. Too many questions. Should we call Megan back? Get her back on. Uh, she's an invec- uh, infection preventionist. So she might've known the answer to that question. So sounds like we have too many more questions about this thing and we'll just, we'll just let it go until next week. <laughs> I should start writing these questions down though. Um, but, uh, anyway, so uh, getting away from the virus here for a minute, I, I did. There are a couple of stories on wisdomnews.com that are pretty interesting. Uh, County Police Oversight Board could be su- su- uh, formed soon. They're starting to look into into that, I believe. Um, also, um, Republicans rejected body cameras for Wisconsin Capitol Police today. Why did they do that? We we were going to fund body cameras for Capitol Police in, in this, at the state level here in Madison, and uh, then uh, Republicans also rejected funding to fight homelessness. For some reason uh they did propose 1.2 million dollars for two years uh governor evers has it in his budget i believe for 73 million so we're just 70 million dollars off there <laughs> just a little ways off anyway uh we can talk about that stuff it's just like a lot of rejections yeah, it's like uh, ben wallace nba hall of famer blocking everybody uh that's wisconsin state legislature all right. So, yeah, like uh, we talked about earlier, be UW lacrosse political science professor in here tomorrow. Thanks for listening.